Season three, episode four, three types of music production educators and red flags to avoid. I have been teaching how to make beats with FL Studio for over 12 years now, and I have seen common patterns over and over again. And my goal here is to protect you, to make sure that you get high quality education and be aware of these patterns so that you don't fall into them, okay? Remember, I always tell you guys about avoiding gear lust. Stock plugins are not bad. It's about knowing how to use them. However, there is a place for third-party plugins, but make sure that the third-party plugin that you are bringing into your studio production tools, that you actually like them. People sometimes don't really realize that you can be stuck with third-party plugins for the rest of your life if you ever want to open up your serious projects again. Before we get into this episode, check out my new homepage by going to itsgratuitous.com. There's going to be exclusive videos if you sign up. You will not be able to get those videos anywhere else unless you sign up with your email, okay? All right, so the first disclaimer I want to say is I am not the world's best music producer and I'm not the world's best music producer educator. However, my education is known for being very simple, to the point, and it gets people up and running to allow them to save money, to see results, and have fun. That's usually always my goal. One of my other goals is also to get you at a point where you don't have to rely on videos to make music for inspiration, that you can sit at your computer screen with your MIDI keyboard and you can make your custom drum loops and your custom melodies and not have to watch other videos for inspiration, okay? So let's move on to the first type of music production educator that I've seen over the years. Each of these types of music production educators, there is value that you can learn from them. That's not what I'm saying, but many times they are a little sly in what they're doing and they're not really helping you in the long run. So the first type of educator that I have seen, music production educator, is somebody who teaches with multiple DAWs. If you have listened to my podcast long enough, you know that I'm telling you to stick to one DAW. And there's a couple reasons for that. First of all, you save money. Second of all, you learn way faster. Third, a lot of people don't understand that. First of all, you have to learn the music program, which is very hard in itself. And then you have to learn how to make music. Those are two separate things. Learning the music program, learning to make beats. Just because somebody can learn a music program doesn't mean that they can make beats, at least very good, okay? And so when somebody is teaching off of multiple DAWs, from my perspective of somebody who has been teaching how to make beats for many years, these types of educators are just trying to grab new producers, okay? And the problem with somebody teaching multiple DAWs is that they do not know the best workflows of those DAWs. Workflow can only be taught after hundreds of hours of making music. This is not possible if you use different DAWs. And it's a clear sign that they are more interested in selling you a product rather than teaching you best practices for the most enjoyment. One thing I want to say is, where should you be using multiple DAWs then? This is useful if you are a very popular producer working with tons of different clients all the time. Sometimes, yes, you might need to have Pro Tools, you might need to have Logic, you might need to have FL Studio. That's very different and that's more rare. These super producers are like, you know, 2% of the industry. I'm talking about a home studio producer, someone like me, 
who sits at home, has their speakers, MIDI keyboard, sound packs, virtual instruments, stick to one DAW, and I promise you, you will see results, save money, and have the most enjoyment, okay? Now, to continue on with the type of music production educator who uses multiple DAWs, the knowledge will be very surface level of that DAW, and many times there's really no further learning with that teacher if you like their teaching style as you progress, right? And because they're bouncing around with all these different music programs. Now, I just want to say you can learn from watching other DAW tutorials, but it's not the same experience. For example, if you want to learn about EQ and compression, you can learn that in any music program. And same with even making beats. Making beats is essentially just sound placement, right? But again, it's still not the same experience from somebody teaching in your music program that you like to use. And in my case, and hopefully in your case, FL Studio. The final thing I want to say about the type of music production educator who uses multiple DAWs to teach music production, this is not to say that that particular music teacher is not talented, but in my opinion, it's a clear sign that money is in front of the education. And my goal is education first. Obviously, a business needs to have money coming in to fuel its business. But if you have ever sent me an email, you know that my mindset is education first. Obviously, sales are important too. But it's kind of just like the mindset as well as the heart of that music production educator, okay? We are now going to move on to number two. So number two type of music production educator. This type of educator is someone who shares powerful and popular keyboard shortcuts or creates breakdown videos or quick beat making videos that don't really reveal or teach what they're doing. In other words, people who are new many times watch these people's videos. They see the tools that they're using and they might see kind of cool little tricks here and there, but they're not really learning like the full picture. And people are benefiting by watching these different things, but at the same time, the really the only person who's benefiting is the person creating that video because they're essentially building their brand. Okay. And that's the next point. So these people who again, create these breakdown videos and uh, popular keyboard shortcut videos, they are just building their brand off of popular music products. For example, they might be doing things like best free VST type of videos. And you have to be very careful here because these are the types of people who are creating stumbling blocks for new producers, causing them to fall into gear lust and not warning them the dangers of having too many plugins. I can't tell you how many times students come into the platform and they are so unorganized. If you want to learn how to select the proper plugins for you, check out my video about how to buy plugins as a producer. It's a free tutorial and the link will be in the description on my website for this podcast episode, okay? Now, these types of educators, they know what people are searching for. If you've ever heard of SEO, right? And they make videos to help grow their brand and channel. But again, it will be hard to learn to make your own music from scratch from watching these types of videos. As I said, there's lots of good tips here but it will be hard to learn how to break free from tutorials as they don't teach how to discover your own sound. You're just learning little quick tricks, but you're not really learning how to make beats, okay? One thing I wanna say here is people like to copy a lot in the music production industry, and I do not believe that copying teaches you how to make your own music. Copying does not teach improvisation, and essentially that is what you need to learn as a music producer is improvisation, being able to play the keys, being able to be creative with your drum loops, 
and being unrestricted. There was this one post on Reddit, and I go on Reddit sometimes, not all the time, but I saw one that someone was asking the question, can you learn music production from copying other people's projects? And everyone kept saying, yeah, yeah, you can learn this way. And I explained, I said, no, you cannot learn because what is happening is you are literally just copying, but you're not learning. And people were like, well, no, you learn from copying. And I 100% disagree. Here's an example. I had a friend who learned how to play the Popsicle song on the piano. The Popsicle song is like um, when the ice cream truck goes down the street, everyone knows the ice cream truck is coming, right? He learned to play that piano piece on the piano. Well, then the next question is, okay, go and make your own beautiful piano piece now. You know how to play the piano. You know how to play that, that one song, right? And so when you copy, you are just memorizing. Memorizing is not learning, right? And that's what I teach you. I teach you learning. I teach you improvisation. I teach you how to break free from videos so that you can learn to make your own beats, okay? So remember, following the trends will not allow you to last long as a music producer. That is a short-term game mindset. I like to teach long-term for enjoyment and finding your own sound, okay? This type of music production content should be very cautiously watched. They are more concerned with building their subscriber number as well as what's called affiliate income rather than teaching how to remain organized as a music producer. I can't tell you how important it is to be organized. It doesn't take long to be organized, but if you are unorganized, it takes you a long time to get organized because you have to redo everything that you were all messy with. But if you set yourself up properly in the beginning, reorganization is very quick. It could take you maybe an hour. Whereas if you're very unorganized, I've seen students, it takes them a month or two to get back to organization because they install all these free tools, et cetera, et cetera. One other thing I will say about the number two type of music production educator who shares powerful keyboard shortcuts and stuff like that. Very often, these types of educators are only there for a short time, such as one year, two years, maybe three years. Their channel does grow quite big, and then they kind of burn out, and then you never really see them anymore. And I can't tell you how many times I've seen this over and over and over for this number two type of music production educator. They come in, they uh, kind of talk about what's really, really popular at that time in the music production industry. And then they burn out, they're gone. And then everything that they talked about is kind of left. And sometimes there's a lot of value there, but at the same time, they leave a lot of things out. And very often, again, they're telling you to download tons and tons of plugins or, or new tools. And you have to remember that a lot of people get popular by talking about popular products, if that makes sense. One last final thing I will say about both the, the number one type of music a production educator, you know, and that was someone who uses multiple DAWs to teach, as well as this type of music production educator, which is really just showing kind of keyboard shortcuts or best free VST kind of videos. It's very rare that you actually hear these people's own music, right? They often use like pre-made loops. If you visit my website at itsgratuitous.com forward slash music, you can hear my music. I'm not saying I'm the best music producer in the world, my music is there for you to hear examples of practicing what I'm talking about.
All right, so on to the third type of music production educator. And I'll tell you right here, this is the type of educator that you are wanting to learn from. And I'm going to give a couple examples of people that I have seen over the years, which have just been excellent educators, okay? So number three type of music production educator. This is someone who uses only one DAW and is an education first mindset. They know how to teach and are natural at it. Just because somebody is a good music producer does not mean that they are an educator. Again, is someone who uses one DAW is an education first mindset. They know how to teach and are natural at it. They share best practices while also showing ways to break away from the trends. They aren't using thousands of plugins because they know it's all about how you use the tool, not having every tool. They are mature and they stay away from drama and they provide exceptional content. They are someone you know that you can continue to learn from on an ongoing basis basis. Here are two examples of very high quality educators that I've seen over my years, okay? One of them, Echo Soundworks. If you have ever watched his videos, I believe his name is Shane, simple, to the point, to such high quality education. The second one is Gregor from Presonus, okay? If you ever check out his videos, fun, simple, right to the point. And that's the goal. When I learned music production many, many years ago, some of the tutorials that I watched was the original FL Studio Guru. Simple, to the point, very high quality education, and then also a huge shout out to NFX, right? Everyone knows NFX from FL Studio, especially if you were in the earlier days. It all starts with learning a music program, a DAW, a digital audio workstation. Whatever one you select, that's up to you. In my case of this podcast and my own music production workflow, I like FL Studio because lifetime free updates, super fast workflow. If you ever visit the ImageLine forums, I really like how they actually listen to the community. They actually put a survey out and they're like, what new features do you want to see for the next version? And like, it's just amazing. Such a good company for us as users. Again, don't forget to visit the homepage and there's also the exclusive videos if you sign up there, all right? And there's also gonna be a lot of resources on the homepage there too. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I wanted to get this out there because like I said, I have been teaching for so many years and I see students coming in and they're so unorganized because they watch all these videos on YouTube, but very often it's like the top 10 best free VST plugins. And those are very, very popular videos when people create them but they really don't understand the harm that it's doing to serious producers who want to learn to make beats, to stay organized and be in this for the long run. So be careful out there, protect yourself, be aware of what you're being taught. If you are looking for simple, high quality, to the point education, visit me over at itsgratuitous.com and I'll talk to you in the next episode. <laughs>